Good morning, good morning in this beautiful snowy morning. This is Brenda Shoshana, back with another episode of One Minute Mitzvahs. <laughs> I love doing this and I love sharing with you and I thank you so much for your beautiful emails and comments and questions. Thank you. Um, so today, the mit- and I, I like to preface the little podcast by saying that a mitzvah is not necessarily a good deed. It's a structure, a form through which we channel divine energy into our lives. And it's, it's a practice of mindfulness. It's a practice of really a practice of love is what it really is. Um, and it's a way to share this beautiful energy with the whole world. Because as we live the mitzvot, as we know what they are, as we understand the purpose of them and who gave them and to whom they are dedicated, our lives open like a huge flower. And the fragrance is there for everyone, everyone, everyone. Sometimes they seem like very simple deeds or refraining from deeds or, or, or thoughts or statements, and they seem pretty inconsequential maybe on the face of it. That's a little bit like the Zen way, just sweep the floor, but so much is contained in the sweeping of the floor. So, so there's a simplicity too and a practicality. The mitzvot connect heaven and earth. They bring the beautiful energy of heaven to the earth. They root it here. So we're not flying in the middle of the world somewhere. <laughs> no, not knowing where we are, who we are, why we are, if we are. The mitzvot address all of that in a very specific and in a very careful and in a very beautiful way. So this mitzvot, I might have even done another podcast on, I think, but it's so fundamental to Jewish practice, and it's such an important mitzvah, and most of us would be so surprised <laughs> when we hear what it is. See, I think many of us have a really, not a clear notion of what Jewish practice is, and that's why so many might have different ideas about it, but let's just look carefully at each mitzvah. And, and see what it is and what it's giving to us. Okay, so this mitzvot is judge everyone favorably. And then it says this promotes peace. Judge, what does that mean even? Judge everyone favorably. Who, are we to sit in judgment on anyone? I mean, who are we? Are we the judges of the world? Don't, doesn't mean judge in that way. You have to realize there's a lot of translation going on from the Aramaic, the original text, into Hebrew, into English, into many languages. So it doesn't mean judge in that sense that you're sitting in judgment of others. No, 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 no. But in a sense, we do. The minute we look at someone, we make some kind of conclusion about them. Or we do judge them. We think something about them. Thoughts come out about that person. Oh, they look great. Oh, they look awful. Oh, they're dumb. Oh, they're bright. Whatever these words are. But this this is more like look. When you're looking at someone, when you're perceiving someone, that word judge, it doesn't mean condemning way. It means when you perceive 
someone, always perceive that which is favorable about them. It, it, this is very interesting. It has many, many components, one of which is that we choose what we want to see in someone. Everyone contains everything, beautiful moments, confused moments, angry moments, frightened moments. That is the nature of human life, of human life, for sure. And even in many of the Jewish scriptures, the Hebrew scriptures, many of the very great tzaddikim, the great sages, the people we look up to, it, it's in the text when we read, we see they may have done things that are not really very laudable. They've had problems. They've had, they've had wounds. They've had made big mistakes. And, and that's included, but it's included in our life. It's included. And I think that's in there so we can know that a human being is a human being. And our trust, our worship, our dependence is not on a human being. It's on Hashem. It's on God. That's another whole topic which we'll go into later. But it's, it's an interesting, important point. I don't want to go off on it. I want to stay with this particular mitzvah of judging everyone favorably, which really means please, please focus on that which is favorable, that which is beautiful, that which is worthwhile in every single person that you meet. That is the mitzvah, a big mitzvah, because the mind, the conditioning, immediately spews up other things. The mind is always looking for what's wrong, what's, what's, what isn't working, what do I have to be careful of, what's bad here, what's wrong. And, and it does that almost reflexively in an effort to protect ourselves, maybe to be vigilant, to put someone else down so we can feel better than them. No, 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 this is not the way, the great way of love, no, no, no. Everyone favorably, meaning focus on that which is beautiful, that which is favorable. Look for it. We perceive what we want to perceive. Do you want to perceive that which is beautiful in the person, that which is worthwhile? Or does it make you feel better? Does the ego feel better when you perceive that which is wrong with them, that which is bad about them? This mitzvah really helps us to say, you choose, you look. You notice. Now, you know, there's another part of this that's very important because, and this is so important, and I'm so happy to make this point. What you see in others, two points here. You bring out in them, number one, when you are focusing on the beauty and the goodness, they'll pick that right up and you bring that out in them. And also, as you see others, you see yourself. If you're going to keep on perceiving all the negative stuff about others, that's how you see yourself and feel about yourself. And not only that, very often you are just projecting your own difficulties, your own negativity onto them. So it's very, very intricate, this mitzvah. It's not so simple. It has so many layers and levels, as they all do. Endless dimensions. 
It's like a nest. And when we really begin to work with the mitzvah, there's so many aspects of it that become clear and how it does change our life. You know, sometimes a parent who has a troublesome child will talk on and on about the problems with that child. And the child becomes in, can be called the identified patient in the family. They're the bad one. They're the wayward child. And we're all wonderful, but that's the wayward child. Nonsense, nonsense. That child is acting out and taking on the waywardness of everyone. And if you're constantly seeing that, that's what you're asking them to be for you. Be wayward, be bad, so I have someone to judge unfavorably. So someone else can hold the negativity that's inside of me and act that out for me. We see that when we work with family configurations. The mitzvahs have a psychological level, they have a spiritual level, they have a relational level, they have many, many, many levels, and they all need to be Underst- not understood, but it's very helpful when we see all of them because it helps us to do it. The highest level of doing a mitzvah is lishmo, just do it. <laughs> do it out of faith, do it out of love, do it as a way to be connected to God, to the source. Because when we just do it, we become one with the one who gave it. We receive it and the giver and the receiver of the mitzvah become one. So that's considered in Judaism the very highest level, not to question like I am doing right now, not to probe it, not to analyze it. But you know what I have found, practically speaking, in life that, for me anyway, for me, I could just talk about myself. I'm just speaking about all of this from my experience and sharing myself and my experience. I'm definitely not any kind of big authority here. But what I would like to share in my experience and those of a few others that I've known and worked with in different ways, I, for me, when I understand all the ramifications and the implications of a mitzvah or something, it really illuminates. I feel like light is shining on it. It illuminates it for me and it helps me to do it fully, wholeheartedly wholeheartedly. It speaks to me in different ways. So it's a very interesting thing to, to really explore these mitzvot in this way. In a sense, for me, the mitzvot are similar to what we call koans in Zen practice. I think I've mentioned that in some other podcasts. A koan is a practice, a question given to you by your teacher that has no logical answer. And it's up to you to sit with it, to meditate on it, to become it, to to really let it unfold in the depths of your life. And actually, to me, many of the misfot are also Jewish koans. (laughs) Koans, they're complex. They can't really be grasped logically. They have to be lived. They have to be tasted and digested for yourself. They have to be made into your flesh and bones, really integrated with your life. And then, wow, then it's your natural response. Oh, somebody comes in front of you, that mind which wants to tear them down or look for what's wrong or recoil. That part of us that does that, that part is be as we make the mitzvah our flesh and bones, and really practice it, really embody it, really do it, 
that part of us melts, 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 disappears. It's disappearing, going into the background somewhere. That's not the first response anymore. Now, of course, once in a while, something will happen or somebody will come into your life. And yes, you might have that kind of response. But again, if you do, and you're really engaged with that mitzvah, judge everyone favorably, you'll notice it immediately. You see, the mitzvah also awakens awareness. Woof. Oh, I'm not judging this person favorably, okay? I'm aware of it, so I can stop it. My, I can stop immediately the negative judgments because I'm aware of it. I'm awake to it. It's not happening unconsciously and automatically. As I've said before, these mitzvahs take you off automatic, and I love that. <laughs> I don't want to live my life on automatic, based on conditioning, based on rumors, based on a whole swarm of ways of being that are not who I am. I want to live it based on the highest good for myself, for others, for all concerned. And I want to base it upon the great way of love, which is what I will call these mitzvahs, the great way of love, because not only is that profoundly beautiful for others, but for ourselves as well. Everyone, everyone heals. Can you only imagine, can you imagine if even 50% of the world was really occupied with this mitzvah, judge everyone favorably. Look only for that which is favorable, which is uplifting, which is positive and focus on that in the person. Can you imagine? We speak of how do we bring peace to the world. It begins right here in your life with your response to that next person who comes to you. Because if the more we do it, the more others will feel it and God willing, maybe they will do it too. The more that take this on, peace and love spread. They could spread very quickly. They're much more contagious than COVID. Love is much more contagious and, and it will heal all kinds of things. So I see the mitzvot as a huge, huge force for healing specific actions, specific understanding that breaks through this kind of spell we're under. And never has it been more needed than these days, so that's why I'm doing this. And, you know, they say in a time of crisis, I'm sure you've all heard this, is a time of opportunity. And it is a real opportunity because we can't really go in our old mumble-jumble ways anymore. We cannot. We are being called to wake up and to take good care of the world we live in and of each other and of ourselves. So even if someone is provoking you, and many people will do that, of course, a child, a friend, a husband, a wife, a relationship, even if they're purposely, you think, provoking you, or it's so irritating and you feel so agitated by a situation, judge it favorably. Don't let those feelings rule the day. Turn it around and say, Realize, realize the depth and the power of the mitzvah. And actually, the only way to realize it is to do it.
you can't just talking about it or thinking about it does it's okay it's nice it's important it's a it's a beginning but you won't realize it in your bones until you actually do it use that to break through whatever irritation whatever anger whatever negative judgments are coming do it. So that's why I offer anyone who wants to write to me about any questions, any experiences that they're going through, any reaction to this, you're most welcome to do so. My email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And the URL for this podcast is theonetent.com. I love that. Theonetent.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. And have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye-bye.